Welcome to Simple Kicking, the show by special teams for special teams. Simple Kicking provides football's latest special teams news, insights, and interviews with kickers, coaches, recruiters, and agents to give players the best chance of success on their career path. And now, your host, former Division I kicker for LSU and Rice University, James Harrison. Welcome to the Simple Kicking Show. I'm your host, James Harrison. Today is the 28th of April. It's the NFL Draft round number one, which commences this evening from Las Vegas. And today's show, we have New York Giants kicker Graham Gano, one of the best in the NFL. But before we get into the show, let's talk about Big Game USA and how or if they can help you in your kicking. They manufacture almost all of the footballs in college football, and they're made right here in Dallas, Texas. For 10% off your kicking football order, go to BigGameUSA.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and tap Kicker Footballs. Use the code SIMPLEKICK2021 for 10% off your kicking football order. Uh, went out, they said I was only going to kick short ones, so my first field goal was 52 yards, and I missed it. I was like, this isn't exactly a short one, but... Uh, I, ended up, I think I missed it wide left, and I looked down at the holder, and I was like, that was awesome. And I've always believed it's it's how you respond to that adversity. You know, you could either choose to go one way or the other, and I've always chosen the positive path, you know, to even if it's hard, you know, you got to keep a mindset of you're going to get through it. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't know if I'd play again, honestly, and I was just hoping I would get another chance. You know, I wanted to kind of prove it to myself I could still do it and, and uh, play for my kids you know I've, my kids love watching me play and, and you know the playing the game is fun for me it's been football has been fantastic for me and my family and I just I enjoy playing the game so uh, I think you find a lot of guys that play it for one reason or another and then you have the guys that actually love it and I'm one of those guys so now today's episode with Graham is interesting because the very first kick that he had in college did not go as planned. So if your career started off on a bad foot and during your career you had injuries, wouldn't you expect that to be shorter or an abbreviated playing career? In this episode, we find out why that is not the case. Enjoy the show with Graham Gano. Lee, hit the theme. Welcome to Simple Kicking with your host, James Harrison. Okay, so one of my favorite kickers to follow is Graham Gano, and super pumped to have him on the show today. Graham, thanks for uh, joining the Simple Kicking show, brother. I appreciate it, James. I'm excited to be here, man. Let's let's talk some kicking. Yeah. So tell me how you got into kicking. In pre-show, you told me you grew up in Northwest Florida, but that's about it. That's all I heard. Yeah, so uh, I grew up playing soccer. Uh, I was born in Scotland, and uh, that was my dream as a kid was to play for the Scottish national team, uh, just really to play pro soccer in general. That was my first love, and I uh, grew up watching my brothers playing, and I have uh, four brothers and a sister, so always I'm the youngest of all of them, so I, I grew up wanting to be just like them and, and play. Uh, so we ended up you know, moving all over the world, moved to Florida, and that was, you know, I wanted to play travel ball and ended up going to high school. And I went out for uh, summer school. And this was before cell phones. And, you know, my family only had one car. So it was 
they dropped me off at summer school and I was there for the day. And so showed up, found out there was not enough guys for the soccer summer camp and they wouldn't let me play with the girls team. And so uh, my buddy said, hey, why don't you come kick a football? And I'd never done it before. So went out, coach handed me a tee and said, go off on another field and start kicking. So I think I started, you know, I probably had like a 15 yard approach to, to hit the ball off a tee and I was hitting, I think, 40 to 50-yard field goals, and I, I had no idea if that was good or not. I just was trying to put it through the pipes. So uh, that's how I got my start and been doing it ever since then. What year was that? This was uh, 2001, and uh, the summer of two, probably 2000, 2001, and uh, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I never really – I mean, I grew up watching Florida State and uh, – the Dallas Cowboys with my dad, you know, he was a Cowboys fan. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that was as much as I watched the game, but, uh, and then the, the local players from Pensacola and that was about it. So a lot of the people listening right now were born in 2001. That's so crazy. Who, who were the top soccer players? Like who were your heroes? Oh man. Top soccer players back then, back then. Um, I was a goalkeeper. So, um, Oliver Kahn was the goal. I, growing up in Germany, I, I was a big uh, fan of his. Um, man, who else back then? Now you put me in a tough spot. Or top uh, football players. Who were people you looked up to? There was uh, Emmett Smith was playing. He was from Pensacola. Uh, Derek Brooks. Um, I think Sebastian Janikowski was probably kicking at Florida State around that time. I think 1999 is when he left. Uh, they won the national championship, and um, then he started playing for the Raiders, first-round pick. And so I wanted to be just like him, you know, once I started kicking. Uh, man, there there were some studs playing back then, but uh, I wasn't watching a whole lot of football. It was only until, like, you know, sophomore, junior, senior year I really started uh, following it. But I'm the old guy now. I'm start, starting to get grays and, and all that. Yeah, you're you're the old guy that just figured, you know, not too technically savvy, you know, what's all this social media stuff? You got That's children right. of your own? Uh, we have five. We have five kids. So I've got uh, kids stuff all over the office in here. And and um, so they're at school now. So if not, you would definitely be hearing them in the background. Uh, when the team <laughs> does the Zoom meetings, they're like, Graham, what's, what's all that noise? I'm like, sorry, it's, it's my kids. Uh, I got, I got a whole bunch of kids in the back. I can hear, I can hear them. It's, it's reminding me of my own. So like, so the, was the, when did the dream become college football uh, instead of it being soccer or is soccer still your dream and you're trying to find a way out of football? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I'm still a kid. My, my, uh, when I grow up, I want to be a soccer player. Um, I'm, I'm living through my, my kids teams now, you know, we're, uh, we're doing three, four soccer and then my eight year olds playing. So I'm, I'm coaching those and it's a lot of fun. Um, still, still living the dream through them. Um, but I would say probably junior year of high school, um, we had a game and they sent me out for a 57 yard field goal to win the game. I think there was like 37 seconds left on the clock and I went out and made the kick and it was, it was interesting. So every time the team would score, they, were, they would light or fire off a cannon. And so there was smoke still on the field, like coming across. And the kick went up, went through the smoke, and you couldn't see it. And then until it came down, you know, across the crossbar. And so everybody went crazy. You know, people were kind of tackling me. And then the other team drove down the field and got into field goal range, but they didn't have a kicker. So we ended up winning the game. 
And after that is when people started saying, hey, you know, you could do something with this. You could play in college. Maybe you'll be in the NFL one day. And so I think that moment is kind of when I realized I could possibly do something with it. And, uh, you know, I've, all, I've always, since I was a little, been able to kick a ball a long way. I uh, think God's just, you know, blessed me with that uh, talent. And so I've, I've tried to run with it and, and uh, I'll, I'll probably kick until my leg falls off. <laughs> funny how god works with all this stuff right i think hey That's i didn't true. choose this gift i just my foot and a ball doesn't matter what kind of ball they connect yep i'll, I'll kick anything i'll kick rocks outside and yeah, i've just always enjoyed it since i was little um always been able to to kick a ball in the air so just uh yeah i'm, I'm happy I, I have that ability Okay, so the go-ahead field goal, we'll call it through the fog. You have yeah. your moment. Um, you're, you're coming out party of sorts. What happened after that? How did Florida State find you? So I started going to camps. Um, I think going into my senior year, I started hitting kickoffs through the uprights in high school, you know, kicking from the 40. Um, it's Florida. The ball flies down there. Um, it goes a little further than it does in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Um, but started doing that. I think I started to hit some posts on kickoffs. And that's when coaches, you know, start talking to each other. And they're like, hey, you know, you should go here. You should go there. Um, I remember being in West Virginia. It's where my dad was from. And I was kicking on a field there. And uh, one of the coaches saw me putting the kickoffs through the end zone. It was in the mountains. So same thing. Ball was flying. And he said, you know, I've got some friends that coach at West Virginia. I'm going to put in a good word for you. But they had already signed some guy named Pat McAfee. So, you know, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of him, but uh, he, he ended up kicking there. And, and, you know, I think that's kind of word of mouth started traveling. And uh, my senior year, I had a couple longer field goals. I, I hit one from, I think it was 68, 65, 64, and then uh, some other 50 yarders. So the, the word kind of started spreading from there and, and started getting some interest and, um, Florida State actually recruited me as a punter. So that's what I uh, was mainly at FSU. And then um, after going there, kicked field goals for one year and realized that was that was my dream. Dude, you hit a 65-yard field goal in high school? We did, yep. We we called it our Hail Mary field goal because in, in Florida, if the ball hits the end zone, it's a touchback. So our coach said, hey, we might as well try to get three points out of it. And I think that year we attempted uh, – four or five field goals over 60 yards uh we had a 68 yard field goal i think it was it's been so long i'm forgetting it was either 68 or 71 yards um no i think 68 went in and there was a penalty and it was a district game so our coach took the penalty and said hey first down <laughs> you know we gotta win this game and uh you know we made that one but it didn't count and then i think we had a 71 yard field goal that uh, they put the wrong like kicking ball in, and it was a flat ball, and I missed it by uh, a yard short. And so, it's I know it drove me nuts. I was pretty upset about that one, but yeah, the hail mary field goal. So we just went for it. Whenever we were close, he set the field goal team out. Everybody thought we were punting, and and uh, we just went for it. What a story! That's awesome. It's crazy. That is. You don't hear that. You don't. I mean. Nowadays, if you do hear of that, it gets on ESPN and it goes viral. Yeah, 
that's I was I remember being a kid and you'd see you know other high school sports getting uh, put on Sports Center, and so after I hit the uh, sixty-five yarder, it was against Fort Walton Beach, um, which you had talked about in the, the pregame or pre-show. Um, that was actually to put us in the lead. I think we went up ten to seven at that point, and then we got blown out, destroyed, and um, it never never made the internet. There wasn't Twitter, there wasn't Instagram, uh, stuff like that. So dating myself right now but uh yeah I, st- I still got it i think i just posted on my uh instagram a little while back but yeah those were those were good times good memories so how did the scholarship come about what's the story there i mean before fast forwarding into florida state because i want to touch on that how did you go from this kid with a big leg in high school to your coach bobby bowden right yep giving you a man. scholarship what was that process Legend. Um, so I went to, I went to a camp. I started going to the two day camps. Um, that's what I heard. That's when you get the most exposure, you know, the, they'll actually start looking at you, uh, for the, for the schools. And so we had never really, you know, we didn't know what to do. We had just been hearing from other guys that, that had played college ball, you know, how to, how to get your name out there. So I remember going to the university of central Florida's camp and George O'Leary was the coach. And he had kind of heard about different kicks I had um, done in, in my, uh, you know, I think it was junior year. And so he cleared the entire middle field out. And it was just me, him, and a few other guys, you know, watching me kick. And so after I hit a few kicks, um, my dad went up to him and said, do you think my son has what it takes to kick at the college level? And he, I remember him laughing and saying, yeah, for sure. He's like, in fact, we're going to offer him a scholarship today. And he's like, I think you can come in and, and compete for the job and, uh, you know, also have a chance to punt. And so I, you know, I went online. I was like, I wonder who's kicking there right now. It's this guy named Matt Prater. And so, you know, I, there's all these, I keep having these close run-ins with these really good specialists. Um, but, you know, from then on, it's kind of when I realized maybe I can do this and uh, went to Florida State's camp as well. Um, I think I went there three or four years as a kid. and. I had the, I think I came down with the flu the last day of camp when, you know, they have their coaches out there to watch you. And uh, the coach, uh, his name was Ozzy All. He actually lives close to me here in, in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. And he said, I really think you should come out and punt today. You know, this is when they're all going to be watching. So I went out and punted and had a really good day. And, and they ended up offering me a scholarship then. Wow. And you accepted it? Uh, so <laughs> I didn't actually know they had offered the scholarship, but, uh, it was weeks later I was talking to, uh, Mickey Andrews and he was the defense coordinator at FSU. And I said, Hey coach, you know, I'll, I'll come to Florida state. If you guys offer me a scholarship. And he was like, what are you talking about? We offered you a scholarship after that camp. And I had no idea. So I was, I was walking in the mall in Pensacola and committed on the spot and, uh, never, never looked back. That was my dream was to, to be like Sebastian and, and uh, win a national championship at FSU, but that didn't happen. <laughs> it ended up working out. So what was the experience like at Florida State? What's You, you play four years, you play five years, kind of what's the story there? Uh, yeah, so my first year uh, was 2005 or 2006 season, and um, I went in. Our kicker was an All-American, uh, Gary Sismatia, and the punter was a senior, so the plan was for me to redshirt. And I think it was about seven or eight games into the season, they pulled my red shirt to kick off. 
And so I finished, I think it was the last four games as the kickoff guy, which I wasn't too happy about then. You know, I wanted to play, but I, this was before you could uh, redshirt and still play. And then, you know, it right. still counts as a redshirt like it does now. Yeah, retain your uh, so eligibility. Once, mm -hmm. Yeah, so once they played me, that was it. I was a sophomore the next year. And uh, so went in, finished that season kicking off. The next year, the punter had graduated, and I became the, the punter there. And um, I think we had a guy come in. Brent Moody was his name. Um, he punted at Louisville. So we shared punting duties. I think it was my junior, senior year. And um, no, it was my junior year. And so punted for three years. And my last season going into my senior year, I was slated to start at all three, punt, uh, kicker, and kicking off. And I uh, tore my meniscus and my, my kicking leg punting in practice two weeks before the season. Um, so I went, had a meeting with Bobby Bowden, had surgery, and thought I was going to medical redshirt. And then two games into the season, he was like, we need you to kick if you can. So this is four weeks after surgery. Um, I ended up playing my first college game against or kicking field goals against Wake Forest. Uh, went out. They said I was only going to kick short ones. So my first field goal was 52 yards and I missed it. <laughs> I, know. I was like, this isn't exactly a short one, but uh, I ended up, I think I missed it wide left. And I looked down at the holder and I was like, that was awesome. And uh, he, he looked up at me like, what are you talking about? You missed the kick. And I said, this has been my dream ever since I started kicking was to kick field goals at Florida State. And I was like, yeah, I know I missed it, but I can do this. And so I uh, made my next 17. Um, I think, I, I don't remember what, I think I finished 24 of 26 and uh, won the Groza. And it was, it was just a dream come true. Total God moment there as well. You know, couldn't have, couldn't have planned that myself uh, coming, you know, having surgery that, two weeks before the season and finishing the year like I did. So it was, it was a, it was a dream come true. You see kids throw their helmets and with a fit, a hissy fit if they miss. And yeah. you said, that was awesome. I I thought, I mean, he, he looked up at him like I was nuts. He was like, something's wrong with this guy. And uh, I think I went one for two that game or two for three. And it was I was so excited after that miss and I, I, because I mean, literally that was a dream of mine. I had to, I had to wait for or three years to, to kick at FSU uh, because the guy before me was, he was a great kicker. And uh, when I got that chance, I ran with it. You know, even though I missed the kick, I was like, Hey, it's 50 plus yarder, you know, why beat myself up over it? I might as well just go out and make the rest of them. So that was kind of my mindset. Um, and that's, you know, I try to always have a, a positive mindset about things. Uh, you know, once you miss the kick, there's nothing you can do about it. You might as well not worry about it. Uh, so, yeah, that was, a, that was a fun time at FSU. So you've, God blessed you with plus power, right? Like you've got plenty of power, but that mindset, that's rare. I guess uh, that's just always the way I've thought. Um, I've always cho chosen to surround myself with positive people and, and think positively. Uh, I know you're, you're good friends with my special teams coordinator, uh, Thomas McGahee, and he'll, he'll tell you that's how I am, kind of carefree, and I don't let much bother me. You know, the, the fans can say anything they want about me, and I just let it roll. So it's, uh, that's, that's just the attitude I choose to take. Do you have to practice that attitude? Is it just a God-given thing? Is it a little bit of both? <laughs> Again, this is rare, uh, so I'm trying to tap into what this mindset is and where man, it comes from. I, 
I won't lie. I mean, I get a little fired up at times. So he'll tell you that as well. But um, yeah, I mean, I just, I choose to be that way. You know, there's, you can only control what you can control. And uh, if I hit a good ball and the God decides to say, Hey, the wind's going to be 30 miles an hour at MetLife. Let's blow this one out of there. I mean, that's, that is what it is. I'm still going to be upset about it, but once I go to the sideline, I know I got to be ready for the next kick. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, until my last days of playing ball, hopefully there's, you know, there's always going to be the next kick. And that's just the way I look at it. Yeah. T-Mac would call it one snap and clear. That's right. He still does it. He still does it. (laughs) Okay. So now you win the Groza. You're seemingly on top of your game. You get drafted. Ten years ago, uh, do you not get undrafted? Drafted? Uh, undrafted. undrafted. Yep. So uh, it was the was it two thousand eight? I think it was two thousand eight draft or something like that. And um, I was on the was it Mel Kiper's board for the top guy the last like day or so, and I went undrafted. Uh, got to see Ryan Suckup drafted as the Mister Irrelevant last pick of the draft. And so it was kind of cool because I got to choose where I wanted to go. And Matt Stover was the kicker for Baltimore, and he had just retired. And so I chose to go there, you know, learn under uh, Randy Brown and uh, compete against Steve Hauschka. And so Steve ended up winning that job, and I went. I learned so much there. It was awesome. Um, you know, getting beat out for the job wasn't fun, but uh, it was looking back at it, it was it was probably what I needed in that moment because uh, I still had a lot of learning and a lot of growth uh, to happen. And from there, wasn't getting any calls. So I signed with the Las Vegas Locos in the UFL. And uh, we ended up winning the championship. And then I went to the Washington Redskins and played there for three years. And then Carolina for, uh, I think it was there for eight. And then got got injured there and, and got picked up by the Giants. So hopefully I'm done getting injured, you know. Normally something good happens after I get injured, but I'm trying not to get injured anymore. You're just trying to injure the score for the other team by being so <laughs> dang good. Oh man, I just I'm just trying to enjoy the game uh, and play my part. Well, it's it's very enjoyable to watch you play. Um, specifically, talking about that sh- that injury that you had in Charlotte, dude. They couldn't cut you for performance issues. You'd been there for eight years. Uh, <laughs> but dude, yeah, the, you uh, get cut. Yep, got released. Uh, that was tough. That was that was one of my my tougher moments because I, I love Carolina. I mean, this is still home for us. You know, I loved playing for that team, that city. Uh, the organization was fantastic. So, I mean, I can't say anything bad about them. Um, Besides the way it was handled, but I mean, that's a whole nother story. But uh, as far as the team's concerned, love that place. And uh, that was tough. You know, I, I went from uh, being told it was one injury to finding out it was potential career ending and had a had a surgery done. I had a fracture through my femur and um, it was just from basically planting in soft ground and the, the femur and knee were hitting bone on bone. And then it started to die. So that was fun. And uh, so they had to put somebody else's femur inside of mine. And um, it hadn't, the surgery hadn't been done a whole lot. So imagine like plugging a golf course, you know, or like a green, you take out the plug and then make a new hole. That's what they had to do in four different spots on my, in my femur. Uh, So I think that was about nine to 12 months I was out. And then the 
when I was ready to play again, the Panthers let me go and to, uh, New York gave me a shot and I've been rolling with it ever since. Which was crazy because what was happening in New York at the time is they had a kicker that was pretty good, big, strong leg. Um, there was some kind of uh, off the field, you know, whatever. Uh, he is finding his way out. They have a personnel issue and they get you basically off the street, right? Like, mm. I was, no uh, what was that process like of like, okay, release from Carolina, unemployed? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't know if I'd play again, honestly. And, and, uh, I was just hoping I would get another chance. You know, I wanted to kind of prove it to myself. I could still do it and, and, uh, play for my kids. You know, I've, my kids love watching me play and, and, you know, the playing the game is fun for me. It's been, football has been fantastic for me and my family. And I just, I enjoy playing the game. So uh, I think you find a lot of guys that play it for one reason or another. And then you have the guys that actually love it. And I'm, one of those guys. So uh, I remember I was, I was kicking at middle school field down the street, filming myself, uh, kicking on the middle school uprights and sending it to different teams saying, hey, I can still kick, you know, if you give me a chance. And so New York was one of the few teams that was willing to, to give me a shot and they, they signed me. And, and uh, I can say it now, I didn't know if my leg was going to make it through that season, but um, God had other plans and I went up there and, and uh, yeah, it was fortunate to have some good opportunities. Yeah, it sounds like what Thomas Morstead has said on the podcast, which was, you know, the guys who really love it, you know, they're going to stick with it, and they they really love it so much that they're not willing to quit. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I've always said I, I don't want to I – I would love to go out on my own terms. You know, I, I always respect the guys that are able to do that, that are able to hang it up and say, like, I'm, I'm ready to be done. So – um, and I've always wanted to end on a, on a make, you know, my last kick of my career, I want it to be a make. And that's, that's how I do things in practice. Like if, if I miss a kick and it's the end of practice, I'm, I'm going somewhere else and making a kick. That's I'm, I'm not ending on a miss. And so my, my last game in Carolina, I think we had played the bucks. Um, and I, my femur was already messed up then, or I don't, I don't remember what it was, but my last, kick was a make. So I was like, well, if this is it for me, I'm good. Like I can, I can walk away from the game knowing I made my last kick, but um, yeah. So I, you know, kicking in New York wasn't a, what isn't a absolute dream scenario for a guy coming off a, a femur injury. Uh, it's, it's a very windy place. It gets cold there quickly. Um, you know, but I just trusted it, had a fantastic holder and, and snapper up there and, and uh, rolled with it. So it's, it's a, an amazing, team to play for you know the history of the Giants is fantastic so uh, yeah it's, it's pretty fun playing up there dude and after eight games you got a three-year extension yeah we uh let's see I think I I signed a contract before we played the Eagles um in the middle of that season and uh went out there and the game came down to a field goal to like seal the deal and i had already signed that extension but it wasn't public so i said man i better make this kick or else the fans are going to be upset uh, so we, we we made it and um and then you know it was announced that i signed the extension and then uh that night i got COVID. so it was it was, it was, it was, a, it was an eventful week so uh, oh my gosh! Luckily, it was our bye week. I think we had the uh, we had the night game, had the bye week, and then I got cleared. Then you know the following 
Saturday, and then we played the Bengals in Cincinnati. Uh, that was rough. I almost passed out about three times on the sideline that game, but that was, uh, that was a fun, fun game as well. Oh my gosh, dude! You got to so so. There's a story of resilient, well, positivity, resilience, and a little bit of like part of that resilience is triumph, right? Like there's like, hey, I got over the world of suck of sorts, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like I've, I've gotten a lot of that thrown at me in my life. A lot of, uh, um, a lot of adversity, I guess you could say. And, and I've always believed it's, it's how you respond to that adversity. You know, you could either choose to, you know, go one way or the other. And I've, uh, no matter what it is. And, and I've always chosen, you know, like I was saying to, to choose the positive path, you know, to, even if it's hard, you know, you got to keep a mindset of you're going to get through it. Um, I've got my wife, you know, from, we were dating at Florida state. Uh, she's the better athlete out of the two of us. She played softball. There it was all conference player. Like she's incredible, but she helped me get through that. You know, I've always had uh, people around me and, and been a strong believer in surrounding myself with people who are better than myself, you know, and they will encourage me to, to be like them. So uh, I've always had a, an amazing group around me and, and they've helped me every step of the way. So, you know, whenever something bad happens, I've always got good people to lift me up. Yeah. It's not a, doesn't seem like it was when you talk about um, that Philadelphia kick, you said I made the, you didn't say I made the kick. You said we made the kick. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's a, I mean, a lot more goes into it than just me kicking that ball. You know, it's gotta be good protection. It's gotta be good snap, good hold. And, and, uh, you know, I've, I've got the easy job once all that's done, you know, and that's set perfectly. All I got to do is close my eyes and swing. <laughs> once that ball that with the foot in the ball make contact, you, you don't have any control after that. Nope. It's all the, all the reps at practice that go into it. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun journey. I'm, in, I'm enjoying every bit of it. Um, would like to win a lot more games. Uh, and I, I feel good about it. I'm excited about the draft tonight. That, that's going to be fun. Yeah. What are you looking at? Last question. And we're going to have to do this again because I feel like we're just kind of getting started. And I know listeners yeah, of the Simple I, Kicking Show, they know a good, a, good, a good episode when they hear one. And I know this is one that they're kind of like, no, don't cut it short. But we got to because Graham's got five babies and um, we, we can always do this again. Um, what are you most excited for in the NFL draft tonight? Uh, is part one of the question, and I'll ask part two after after that. Well, every year I'm happy if they don't draft a kicker on the team that I'm on. So that's I'm hoping there's no Sebastian Janikowski's of this draft, you know, first round. Um, yeah, I'm excited. You know, we got we have uh, two first round picks, and um, I'm excited to see what we do. You know, there's a lot of speculation. We could trade them. We could use them. Um, I'm not in the front office, so I have no idea what we're doing. Everybody likes to call me and ask me, what are you, who are you guys going to pick? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, but uh, the last time that I was on a team that drafted a kicker, it was Carolina. And they drafted this kid named Harrison Butker. And he's pretty dang good today. Um, he's a good friend of mine. You know, I, I root for him every, every single time I see him kick. Um, but the night we drafted Harrison, my wife went into labor with our, with our son. <laughs> So that was a fun story. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see who we get. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's always a fun time. And so I forgot the second part of the story. I'm just – I'm rambling. 
No, no, we're gonna we're gonna get you on to talk about the the Bucker, and we might actually do a little roundtable with like you, Bucker, and Prater, and some of your other that that might be a fun yeah, little roundtable. Cool. But a lot of here's the here's the second part of the question, and this is the final question with uh, Graham Gano, kicker for the New York Giants. Uh, you went undrafted uh, in two thousand eight. Yeah, knowing what you know, yeah, knowing what you know now, as you were lacing it up for the Las Vegas Locos, or you had been beaten out by Hauschka, what do you tell Graham Gano uh, 13, 14 years ago? Man, um, I'd say don't give up. You know, if, uh, if you've got something you believe in, go go after it. Uh, keep pushing. Um, learn from those guys. You know, I've I've been fortunate enough yeah. to to play with a lot of great kickers and Steve, I mean, if you look at his history in the league, he did a fantastic job. So uh, don't be afraid of the competition, you know, um, learn from it. If you get beat, learn from it, try to take as much you can from the the guy you're competing with. And also, I mean, same thing when, when Harrison was here, I mean, he was lights out and I, he made me a better kicker. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's I, I always feel like you got to learn from the guys and, and just roll with the punches and keep going. So, Graham, if someone wants to fo- find out more about you, uh, how can they follow you? How can they find you on social media? Yep. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I, I post on there a lot, post a lot about my family. Uh, when I start kicking, I, I post a lot of kicking videos. So if you got questions on there, just reach out to me. Um, or you can ask them on the show. Maybe we can do something live on here sometime. So this has been fun. Uh, yeah. I know we haven't talked a lot of details about kicking, but we can get into that as well sometime. We can definitely get into the weeds. You're always welcome on the Simple Kicking Show, and I appreciate you joining. Uh, it's been really fun to connect with you. Um, seriously, this has been awesome. Uh, I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun.